This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. We saw him out at Peoria when we were there a couple of weeks ago, and it's good to see him back. He's on our Zoom. If you're on the YouTube feed right now, Jordan Schusterman from Cespedes Family Barbecue back with us here on Ben & Woods. Jordan, good morning to you. Oh, it is so good to see you guys. I am so excited to be, what is it, 17 days? Yes, 17. 17 days. And with the WBC, like, I'm not even thinking about opening day right now. So this is this is, uh, this is a very fun time of the year for it, baseball. It really does scratch the itch, and it has been, uh, from what I've seen, a lot of fun. So I wanted to start there. How jacked is your sleep schedule right now? Because you guys, you and your Jake, have been all over this and i mean all over it every detail you got to be you got to be a wreck right now yeah it's really about picking your spots in cool play <laughs> you got to kind of identify the games that you are going to miss because if you just just decide i'll oh, watch all of them like that's just not uh, plausible. So I feel like we've done a pretty good job of kind of balancing, oh, you know, tell Jake, oh, you know, you're going to stay up for this one. All right, I'll wake up at 5 a.m. for Otani facing China, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, but this tournament, you know, as we all know, it doesn't come around every often, uh, every so often. And like, I, I'm not going to miss these opportunities to watch these games. Like there's, there's just nothing like it. And and I don't want to, I don't want to forget, you know, watching Otani playing in the Tokyo dome, even if that means I'm, I'm waking up at, at whatever hours and, and staying up for, you know, 14 straight hours of games over the weekend. So it, I can't complain. It's been a ton of fun. It has, it's been a little bit difficult to find certain games. You have, you have to do a little bit of, of work to find them. You've got to download things to your smart tv that you didn't know that you needed to be be. and i'm (laughs) i finally put on fox sports the other day i'm like there's a nat what's this nascar thing there's 14 people in the stands at this nascar race and i'm just i'm seething at home like get this off my tv i want to watch some baseball well they gotta they gotta learn from this and they have to figure out a way to do it better next time yeah, no, I mean, I, this is, you know, you could apply this to a lot of things in, in baseball, of course, yes. in terms of broadcasting and, and whatnot. Um, but I got to say, as, as a fan of, of many different uh, uh, winter leagues and foreign leagues, I'm quite uh, adept at finding finding ways to watch. We'll just leave it at that. He's younger than <laughs> so, we are. He's younger than is, we are. My son yes, tries, no, to, tries to explain to me how to do a VPN and things like that, and I'm... I'm just too old let's at this just say, point. Let's just say, you know, we have our ways. But I, I agree with you. I do wish it was a little bit easier for everyone to watch these things. But, of course, you know, the time zones make it hard no matter yeah. what for some of these games. Um, but 
I do hope now as we sort of move towards the knockout stage that these more of these games are in prime time and we sort of understand, you know, this is a game that everybody should be tuning in for. Talking to Jordan from Cespedes Family Barbecue here on 97.3 The Fan. And uh, obviously the U.S. got smacked around by Mexico last night. And, you know, it seems like Team USA is a little light on pitching. I don't know if you or Jake were tweeting about it just a couple of minutes ago, but it seems clear that the United States didn't get our best pitchers that were possible. A lot of them... The Stars decided to focus on spring training and preparation. Padres, no exception. I mean, we got Joe Musgrove and Blake Snell who are not pitching in the WBC. Hugh Darvish, though, is pitching in the WBC for Japan. Is this is this a drawback? Do we need to be doing something differently? I mean, it's hard to criticize players who want to get ready for the season the way they want to get ready for it, but it seems like Team USA is at a bit of a disadvantage because of it. Yeah, I, I see it two ways. One, sure, yes, it's true. In terms of like what percentile pitching are we getting out of the pool of players that we are able to access? Yes, it is much lower than, uh, you know, some of the other teams. Like you mentioned, of course, Darvish and Otani, but, you know, Julio Urias, you know, pitching for Mexico. I mean, he is so important to the Dodgers. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go pitch for Mexico. That's that's what's going to happen. Sandy Alcantara, same thing. Like there's other examples of the other teams. And we just finished recording our, our podcast uh, right before I hopped on here, and we spent a long time at the start of the show. So, you know, you go listen to Baseball Barbercast and hear all the reasons why we think this is. And a lot of it comes down to we just don't care as much. And I think that's a, a reality that we have to accept is that for the U.S., it's so easy to just build this roster and be like, oh, well, look at the lineup. I mean, we're not going to lose. Well, it's baseball. You know, it's not like, you know, international basketball where talent will just overwhelm every other team that you face. And this is the other difference, you know, USA won it all in 17. The teams they're facing now are just objectively better. These teams are more well-prepared. The talent level on all these other international teams, whether it is Mexico, whether it is even Canada, who they have coming up tonight, like these are good lineups with really talented players. And if you don't come to play, like they're going to beat you. At the same time, it's not like this U.S. pitching staff is bad. It's still a 95th percentile pitching staff for the whole tournament. And so I don't really want to hear excuses about how, oh, well, we don't like, yes, sure. Your pitching is still way better than the entirety of the Mexican pitching staff or Colombia or Canada. And so, listen, it was it was a step back. It's There's a totally real realistic chance that the USA just rolls through the rest of the tournament anyway. But I don't think we should be shocked that you can drop a game to a very talented Mexican team when, yeah, you don't have the best pitchers in the world on the mound. They should be good enough to still win. But, yeah, I wasn't totally shocked by that. Uh, we are talking to our pal Jordan from Cespedes Family Barbecue. Um, what has been for you guys the most? I loved your piece that you did on Shlomo, the the pitcher for Team Israel. That was really well done. But what has been kind of your biggest surprise? Your your because what's happening to me is I'm watching guys come in for Venezuela. I'm watching guys come in for uh, other teams, and I'm going. Who's this guy? Like mid nineties, you know, power sinker, and like, oh, he's a Cardinals prospect. He's twenty five, and I'm like, I, I've never heard of this dude. And they're yeah, just Great out Britain there. throwing yeah. one hundred and one. Yes, it's yeah. just like what for you guys has, and you guys are so in depth with this. Um, you cover all the stuff that, frankly, guys like us don't have the time to do. Um, but like for you guys, what's been a couple of your biggest surprises and things that you guys are stoked about as far as the future of these guys getting back to their big league clubs? Yeah, well, I think, and, and I think that the one you're referencing, uh, Guillermo Zuniga for, for Columbia, yeah, just like chucking 102 like it's yeah, nothing. And no big sure, deal. I mean, velocity is, even compared to 2017, across the entire world of baseball is higher than it was even then. So I'm sure that's part of it. But I think that is the fun of it, right? It is the guys that you don't necessarily know. It's the guys on, on Samurai Japan who you hope 
are going to come and, p- and play an MLB one day. But also you have to recognize that is one of the best leagues in the world. And there's a reason they're still playing over there because of how important it is over there and how important it is for them to play for their national team and, and to, to represent their country. And I mean, look at what Japan did, just steamrolling their pool like that. That was so much fun to watch because it's like that on paper is exactly what was supposed to happen. And when you get to see Otani play at home, like there's the obvious things like getting to see the best players on the biggest stage. But at the same time, I I know I'm going to get to watch this whole team USA team all season long. So how much do I really sure they're all in the same lineup and that's, that's cool to see a batting champion hitting ninth and, you know, all these great players, whatever. But I, it's way more fun to see the guys that are never being able to play against the best players in the world have the opportunity to compete against them. Whether that's Team Israel and Nicaragua in Pool D is, is a crazy, you know, underdog story. And seeing over in, in Pool Pool D, or sorry, Pool B, when you see the teams taking on Japan, like the Czech Republic and China, like taking on this, this international powerhouse, like these are, this is what we said, you know, all over the last few months about why we're so excited about this tournament. The context, the talent gap, these are not things you see in our sport. It just does not allow for it because of the calendar, because of the kinds of competitions that we play. And so that's that's what's just so unique about it and why you know you don't you don't want to miss the opportunity to see some of these matchups. All right. Uh Woods and I have both been impressed really by Team Japan. And obviously they haven't taken on the US or Dominican Republic or any of those teams yet, but not just the Shohei Otani and the major leaguers, but they got this Roki Sasaki uh, pitcher who, you know, could be in the big leagues in a few years if he comes over. Uh, how close do you think Japanese baseball is now? I mean, so much closer than it used to be to American baseball. The talent level, uh, just the proficiency of the game over there is always impressive when I watch. Oh, yeah. And I think the velocity component is important, too, because that was maybe one of the first things you would always say when you were comparing MPB and MLB is like, oh, well, like they are really good, but uh, how many pitchers over there are throwing, you know, 93, 94 plus. And now, sure, it's obviously not anywhere close to what it is in MLB, but the best pitchers over there, their stuff is as good as it is as the guys over here. And how many guys do you need to see come over and do that to to believe it? You know, I think we're going to see another one in Kodai Senga this year with the Mets, but I mean, Yoshinobu Yamamoto and Roki Sasaki, like, Sasaki, it's going to be a while before we see him. I mean, he's only 21, but Yamamoto, I think, could come over after this season. And that that it's it is it is at a really, really, really high level. It's so different for so many reasons that it's hard to really compare. I mean, when you talk about fewer teams, you talk about a different baseball, you talk about a different environment. Like, there's so many compar- you know parts of it that make it hard, difficult to compare. But it's easily the second best league in the world, and I am I know that the best players over there can be the best players over here, and I think we've seen enough examples of that to, <laughs> to believe it. Yeah, one glaring one right now. The guy just hit one almost off of his face uh, at the scoreboard <laughs> in Shohei Otani. I'm not sure I've seen a ball hit that hard. Well, since Kyle Schwarber uh, did it against the Padres in the uh, in the playoffs, <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't have to talk about that. That's fine. <laughs> that ball uh, has not landed that ball yet. Is, that was <laughs> scorched, man. Talking to our pal Jordan Schusterman from Cespedes Family Barbecue. So, uh, storylines for the big leagues, obviously, uh, San Diego Padres getting a lot of publicity. And I, I kind of made the point this morning of take heed and, and take caution, Padres fans, as you watch the, the U.S. and the WBC. Um, great teams are not necessarily always built on paper and you look at it and go we're going to just steamroll everybody this is how it's going to be now we've got some some pretty good pitching too if it stays healthy but um you know the Padres notwithstanding what are some of the other things that you guys are really looking to hone in on this season or will that 
will that just kind of tell you as, as it comes along, or are there things that you guys are focused on uh, before the season starts? Sure. Yeah, it, it has been unique with the WBC. Like, I haven't really locked in on MLB. Like, I know for the first week or so, I was watching spring training, talk, you know, pitch clock, all these things. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Sure. Um, that's super important and it is going to change the way we watch the game for sure. But as far as just like feeling teams out and looking at rosters and depth charts and what's projected, who's projected for what and who am I, whom I'm expecting to, to be good and disappointed and all these things, like it really hasn't set in yet. Cause I've been so focused on this other tournament at the same time. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited. Like after the off season that we just had and all these players that change teams, but also, you know, the pressure on the, on the, on the teams that maybe didn't do enough. And some of the, the stories that we had coming out of last year, like of course the Padres, the teams that, maybe had these amazing seasons and then came up short, like the Padres, like, you know, my t- favorite team, the Mariners, like I'm obviously excited for them this season, but there's so many, there's so many teams that I, I am, I'm fascinated to see how they, how they follow up last year. And then, you know, all the, all the obvious ones, like I, I, the Dodgers are a team. I, I am, this is the least confident. I feel like I've been in the Dodgers coming into the season. I'm sure you guys are happy to hear that at the same time. Why scares us. No, still just scary. like, you know, yeah. normal. Lying, they're really good. Yeah. Oh, they're not that good. Oh, that's even more scary. Lying in the weeds. Right. The, you know, now they're playing up the underdog. I'm like, oh my God, the underdog Dodgers. This is so. Nobody and, believed and it as Dodgers. So no. It's let's, let's, and anyone trying to play that narrative, I mean, I hope that's not the case. No, it's really happened. Um, but it's no, happened. But the Padres, man, I mean, it is. There's so much about about this roster that I'm that I'm fascinated. And now, you know, we have all these amazing stars and Tatis coming back. And now you add in Tim Lopes and Jose Azokar, who you yeah. get out in spring training. Like, I mean, incredible. this this lineup just keeps getting better and better. So I uh, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about the uh, the San Diego Padres. Jordan, last thing for me, we, as we said, we saw you in Peoria. You were at the I think the end of your Arizona trip. What was the yeah. the non baseball highlight of your trip to Arizona? <laughs> for me, it was discovering the Ferris wheel of meatballs that's at a, the Sicilian a, Butcher Restaurant in Glendale. Thing. Yep, Ferris wow. wheel of meatballs. They just had you know six meatballs and an entire Ferris wheel. <laughs> that they brought out to you anything happened to you crazy fun while you were on your trip oh my god that's a that's a great question i mean i will say that the weather was bizarre yeah. when i was down there we almost Horrific. died yeah, i think we, we almost, almost died, died. In the Midwest. Yep. it wasn't exactly a warm reprieve that i was hoping for um but yeah no i, I don't know i mean i i gotta say too like i wish i i had a better answer for you but this is maybe why what makes who i am like i was just I was going to college games at night. Like I, there was no non-baseball wow. part of my trip. that. Is impressive. <laughs> it's unreal. So, Where did you, so, did you hit uh, Arizona State? Where were you going? Well, there was the. Uh, uh, was, I was. I was at. Well, there was the, the MLB Desert Invitational. Oh, yeah, the tournament. That yeah. was the same week we were there. Yeah. Grand Canyon University, I think. Yep. Yeah. Like, like I, I saw Grand the... Canyon host Tennessee. That was a, an, an amazing environment, and also a great. Like um, Juan Soto was on the broadcast for doing yeah. part of the game. Yeah, he was. I he I watched him wander in. That was the game. Before there was that Salt River, and I watched Soto wander in with with Jan Jones, his former Nationals teammate, and he sat with Howie Kendrick. So it was a whole like 2019 Nationals reunion. But it was very, it was just very funny. And whenever you see stuff like that, you know, first of all, you love it because it's like Juan Soto could be anywhere right now, and here he is, you know, watching Arizona against Tennessee. Um, but just thinking about what he's thinking about, you know, Juan Soto would still not be the oldest college baseball player this year, Um, (laughs) which is partially a reflection of what college baseball is right now. Right. And also, you know, a reminder of Juan Soto. So this is the BYU uh, baseball team we're talking about again. It was was good. (laughs) Well, if you think you love baseball, you think, I think I love baseball. You couldn't have dragged me out. You guys to one of those baseball games. I'm like, guy, are you kidding? No. 
No. Well, I, I, there's just no chance. You know why we follow the Sesame Family we, Barbecue. Yeah, you follow. guys are really killing it. I was listening to um, PGA Tour Radio, the Players' Championship, and every other minute I'm getting an ad for the Baseball Barbacast on Sirius XM. It. It's like, hey, there's Jordan and Jake, and I'm going, wait, I know those guys. Yeah, I know met them. those guys, and now they're advertising a national like baseball show podcast radio thing on Sirius. So congratulations. That's really awesome. And keep it I, up, my friend. Keep killing it, man. Thank you, guys. Always good Always good to be on with you. Jordan Schusterman, Cespedes Family Barbecue with us on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Dude is good. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.